0: Yes, we do. Every single Saturday. Here on these airwaves, my name is KB Steve, the voice of your valley. This is Citizen Watch on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. That's for you, Maryland. Every single Saturday on these airwaves, here we are, last Saturday in September, September 28, 2019. Can you believe it? Fall has fallen. It's going to get nothing but cooler from here. I can't believe this hot weather the last couple of days. What is going on? Summer's hanging on by his fingernails, but it's, uh, I think it's over. I think it's over. I don't know. Kind of a weird year, you know. Sprung, or spring sprung sprung. Spring sprung and hung around and uh, sprung a leak, actually. It kind of rained, I think, all the way up until May. We had precipitation. But uh, now it's been hot and dry. And now it's getting a little cooler. So time to get those things done before winter comes. Batten down the hatches. supposed to be a wet one. I hope it is. Welcome all of you. Especially Atwater. Everybody's uh, happy in Atwater today. Grand opening of the new uh, dispensary over there. Medallion Wellness. Sponsor of uh, the station. At least they're advertising on our station, so that's a good thing. Spreading the money around. Spreading that tax money around. I forget what the uh, guaranteed minimums over there are. I forget now. I've said them so many. They're so high as like ten thousand a month, or five percent, going all the way to some incredible amount twenty twenty five thousand a month. That's a if you've got a business where you can give a vig like that to the city to do business. Well, more power to you. Hopefully, it'll be the answer. We're, we're expecting that to come here in Merced someday. As you know, we have five dispensaries ourselves that we've approved. Was four, but had a little problem with the MCOE over there. What's a school? What's a school? But now we're a uh, thousand and one feet away from uh, one. I think there's going to be some lawsuits. Uh, number seven or eight was up there the other day, wanting to wanting to shoehorn their way in. I don't know. Atwater seems to just you know let the market drive it. See where it's going to go. If it's going to go off the edge of the cliff or where. But they're letting the market drive things over there, which I know. Councilman Raymond, that was one of his uh, one of his observations way back when. Let's see what else is going on in the news. I talked about the uh, the new dump. Uh, Mayor's project over there, whole city council actually, uh, impetus, use the old Boulders Unlimited to drop off your uh, illegal dumping. You got that sweet spot, 12 to 3 and then 8 to noon for Saturday of the month. So uh, Tuesday through Friday, let's see how many days is that, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday four days. So four times three is what, 15 and then uh, four hours on Sunday Saturdays. Saturday, so that's 15 to 20 and then you carry the four, so about what, about 80 hours a month I guess that thing's open. Over there. Hopefully, that'll. You will not see any more illegal dumping, folks, in Merced after this thing opens. That's the idea. CASA is going to have a tri tip fundraiser. And the reason I bring this up, I'm a CASA, big CASA supporter. Uh, we love CASA. It stands for court, of, it's not a house. It means court appointed special advocate. Uh, you're an officer of the court. It's a wonderful thing. 500 foster kids in our community, which is a horrible number for the size of our community. Folks caught up uh, young children. Dependents caught up in the dependent court system which is a whole separate court system boy i learned a lot about that Uh, their training classes uh, going on really encourage people if you have any kind of free time and if you think you want to be a good casa you'd probably be a good casa because you worry about how you'd be Uh, it's it's really rewarding anyway they're having a tri-tip fundraiser dinner november 6th it's coming up the reason i bring it up is because i'd like you to go four to six p.m at the mid main office over there at 744 west 20th street it's kind of cool you don't really see a lot of things going on at the M.I.D. office other than collecting utility bills and uh, getting your water ordered. So it's kind of neat. Uh, they're Great location over there across from Courthouse Park. Meal includes a whole tri-tip. That's a lot, man. Uh, chili beans and dinner rolls. Meal includes a whole tri-tip? Maybe, maybe that's a take at home. I don't know. Uh, that's a lot to eat <laughs> yeah. on your plate. Well, you need the, uh, the Chinettes to hold that thing up, wouldn't you? Well, it'd fall right off. To purchase tickets, contact uh, Dominique Zuniga at 617 Or Candy Ramos at 756-5919. I don't know if she's any uh, relation to Farm Bureau Director. Uh, anyway, Merced Irrigation District, water and power, baby. All proceeds used to buy Christmas gifts for foster children. And the reason I bring this up is a great little fundraiser. And one of the neat things that CASA does is they encourage the kids, the children of their CASAs, to write a letter to Santa. And uh, as most letters, they're somewhat personal. You know, I want the iPad with the you know, the blue uh, rubber case or this particular game or this particular whatever. And MID is, is a wonderful organization, as there are many that work with CASA, and they actually fulfill these uh, children's wishes of basically what they want. Which is you know <laughs> I didn't even get what I want wanted when I was a kid uh, nine out of ten Christmases. I had pretty high expectations I guess for my parents with uh, a pocketbook but uh, these casa kids, uh, because of the situation they're in, they really do uh, go the extra mile uh, to get them what they would like and if you know maybe they have five things but they, they try to get at least one thing uh, that's very specific to that child and I, if you, Well, I know people have seen people receive gifts and the joy that brings people, and it's probably as much fun for the giver as it is for the receivee, but uh, when these children receive something that personalized, especially that time of year, being away from their family or whatever situation they're in, it's it's really neat. It's really neat. So again, a good fundraiser for a good cause. And uh, as I also said Monday night, it's coming Monday here in the city of uh, Mercy. There's going to be a study session on the new police and fire facility over there at uh, City Hall for, for uh, the city of Merced. Because, again, we just do not know what to do. <laughs> I have no idea where we're going to put the new police station, but we need it badly. The old one over there on M Street is completely uh, full, filled, full, filled up. There's just no more room. Can't expand anymore. It doesn't meet, really meet a lot of codes. It's somewhat of a safety concern. Kind of like when we were talking to Vern Warnke, the sheriff, who was a great guest. We replayed his show twice, his interview, uh, not only on the 14th of September, but last weekend on the 21st. I appreciate people uh, listening to that again. I got a lot of good comments uh, last weekend, more so than I did the first weekend. So sometimes that helps. Oh, and also, by the way, as you know, I haven't done any, any uh, self-serving promotions here, but we are online on demand, as promised, for what, a couple of years now. want to listen to any of the old shows, uh, I don't know, going back a couple of months now, we're adding them as we go along. You can go on 1480kyos.com. And there's a Citizen Watch banner or block, whatever it says, Citizen Watch, blockhead me. Click on it, and it'll bring you to a drop-down menu. And you can just hit the show you want to see. There's a little description, kind of what it covers. Not everything, because as you know, we ramble. We move along from subject to subject. But we try to hit the high points. Of course, when we have guests, we put the guest name in there, and you can listen anytime you want at your leisure on demand, which is kind of cool. So if you can't get to sleep, it's better than a Steve Gomes presentation. It'll uh, put you right to sleep. I don't know if you can make it through a whole forty-three minute segment of those things, but we really appreciate management for getting us uh, up on the up on the net, up on the web. I tell you, it's a big it's a big endeavor. I don't I barely know how to upload the shows, which is as much as they tell me. They don't give me too many passwords around here because we, we don't want to cause a problem. They're in the dashboard. So, uh, you know, admin. I've learned to stay away from the admin panel. But uh, anyway, on-demand, 1480kyos.com. And you can listen to all of our programming as it's happening at that same vet website. And I understand Alexa. We've got Alexa all tuned up there. She's listening to everything you do in the house and uh, even us, I guess. So, if you want to listen to KYOS, you just tell Alexa. What you need. I remember when that first came out, kids were ordering stuff. (laughs) They'd see something on the news. Man, I want that. Pretty soon, here it comes, UPS guy. Well, he ordered it. Oh, what else is Oh, I mentioned in one of the uh, earlier segments, I forget now, they all run together. But Mayor Mike, Mayor Mike Murphy, uh, is going to run for Congress. Federal. The feds, man. He's going to become a fed. And, you know, we need some good representation up there. Jimmy uh, Costa, who's our current congressman, uh, I don't know how many terms, a lot of terms, uh, he's uh, faced some serious challengers in the past. Johnny Teixeira, kind of a perennial candidate, I believe, ran against Jim three times. And the latest uh, race, Elizabeth Hang, uh, made a pretty good uh, run against Jim. But again, he's fairly well entrenched. A lot of uh, support. Of course, the Democratic majority here in California and the Valley, in the district. So just by the sheer numbers, you have something to overcome there. But I'll tell you, she had some commercials. That one, walking in Nancy Pelosi's shoes. woohoo. hoo and more appropriate than ever now, because uh, now that impeachment proceedings, whatever they're doing, I don't know what they're doing over there. They haven't had an official vote. But I'm sure when it's time to vote Jimmy, Jim Costa will, uh, you know, the I. What, 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 what am I supposed to do? Because, again, the Democrats, like the Borg, man, they, uh, they, they, they march in lockstep. They don't seem to have a lot of uh, dissension. I talked about Adam Gray and some of the uh, dissenting opinions he has from the uh, mainstream, which it's hard to say. It's hard to say that, that the mainstream Democratic Party is so far left. They are literally out of the, uh, out of the banks of the river that they used to run in. They're way, way off the uh, floodplain. But Adam Gray has been very vocal about the uh, idiocy, the lunacy, the, the lack of common sense when it comes to water specifically, also funding issues. Uh, again, we are the Appalachia of the West. We're the most impoverished area in a state that's supposed to be the golden state. Uh, anything but here in in the Central Valley and the decisions coming out of Sacramento are just uh, horrendous and of course at the federal level everything's being challenged by the state but I think he just has uh, pre-printed lawsuits ready to go whatever you know whatever subject Trump says they're against it they don't even listen to the content common sense and this is where Adam Gray tries to push back against that let's have all voices be heard this bipartisanship work across the aisle which is gone now it's completely gone you can say what you want, but it's completely gone. And so, it would be nice to have some uh, representation of the valley in our area about our concerns, and not really walking in lockstep with the major political parties. So, Mayor Mike, City on the Rise, Mayor Mike, he uh, he's thrown his uh, hat in. And uh, right now, I believe there's at least three other candidates. I know this Esmeralda Osorio or Soria from Fresno's current city councilman, just elected. And again, the makeup of the city council in Fresno is changing, as it is here in Merced, as well as the Board of Supervisors. Um, Very, very different. As you know, Mayor Lee Brand decided not to run for another term as mayor, which was kind of interesting. I think he would have been a shoe in Of course, Jerry Dyer, their police chief, very, very popular, has thrown his hat in the ring. Appears to be the favorite. And when I say appears, (laughs) believe me, folks, the arrows and the barbs are going to be coming out there in the same way as they are in this race with Jim Costa, because uh, there's been some, uh, you know, Esmeralda, she's a a big D, too, big Democrat, as well as Jimmy. Uh, And then there's some dissension there about the direction of the party, if everybody's being represented, uh, you know, if uh, Jim really can identify with the constituents constituents he represents because of his privilege, because of his background, because of his, uh, well, just where he's at in the Democratic Party is he does he represent what they where they want to go so kind of interesting of course mayor mike uh, believe is a declined state or independent I don't really know if he identifies as a republican or conservative i don't believe he identifies as a democrat I'm not really sure but uh, interesting that uh, we have a local and when i say local uh, as you know johnny tisher even though he spent a lot of time in this area he was from down south actually lived outside the district and that's one of the unique things about running for Congress. You don't have to live in the district, which we've seen some uh, people come in. I call them carpetbaggers that try to represent the district. but don't really live here. That was kind of true with our state senator, Ana Caballero, who was successful against uh, Rob Poitras. Uh, he was a supervisor from Madera. Everybody forgets Madera. You know, there is life south of the Chowchilla River down there. And Rob Poitras, he gave it a good shot. i tell you, he did, did really well. But uh, Ana Caballero our local uh, senator Democrat of course you know she was uh, instrumental in the re, you know revision of the use of force laws felt that you know something that had worked since 1800s that needed to be changed because again police are racist blah 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 the talk had a conversation with one of her staffers about well you know Casey we you know we didn't have to have the talk when we were growing up the heck we did it my parents gave me the talk about every three you get in trouble one more time oh, I tell you it was uh, I was and I had issues you know I, I I tested the boundaries, I guess is the way to put it, but uh, had to learn the hard way. There's another way to put it. And so uh, I, I don't know about this talk that uh, certain races have to have. I think it's basically your behavior. I know that's what got me in trouble. <laughs> it wasn't the color of my skin. It was what I did. So I, I think that uh, this is just uh, specious arguments and reason to change things that are working perfectly well. It was great to see the Sheriff's Association trying to get... Prop forty-seven overturned. This is where we decriminalized everything. You know, don't want to, that prison pipeline. Kind of like, kind of like suspensions in school. We've taken that out. Not only of the public school system, but also applies to private schools. Because again, the Democrats—they know what's best for you. And if you think they're going after one guy in the White House, no, folks, they're coming after you. And the way you think, they don't like it. They know better. Uh, the rule of law, votes doesn't mean anything. It's like Gavin Newsom, you know, uh, putting a moratorium on the death penalty. When California just reaffirmed that. <laughs> Voters, who are they? Well, he may find out, as you know, there's a recall petition already being circulated. Guy hasn't even, I mean, when did they swear him in? First of this year? He hasn't even uh, got a year in the saddle yet. I don't think he's given a second State of the Union speech or State of the State speech. And the recall petitions are circulating. I have no question, no question in my mind that they'll get the votes to put this on the ballot. But will they get the votes to recall it? Because people in the uh, liberal bastions... Los Angeles, the Bay Area, the two basins, the two depressions in our state really, uh, really decide what's going on, which is really sad. Again, our local voices here, the good conservative voices and some of the blue dog Democrats, which again, folks, don't forget, they are Democrats. So even though they may say nice things and you get a little hope uh, (laughs) when it's time to throw the life preserver out, they're going to remember who they uh, who they are anyway be interesting to see what happens in that race with uh, Mayor Mike. Of course, you know, as he's terming out this time, uh, term is going to end. They're going to have elections next March, November, rather, for mayor. Going to four-year terms, I believe that'll be on the ballot also. I think that's coming out on the ballot in March. The uh, city charter changes so that those can be incorporated into the November election, the general in November. And it's kind of unique for Merced, or for California, and we're sad to have March elections, as you know. We always had the June primary. By then, it was pretty well determined. But we want to be a player on the national scene, and so we're going to we're going to uh, have an early, early primary along with everybody else. Try to be in contention. Maybe some of the Democratic candidates will come here after their trip to the Ukraine, picking up the check just easy. Oh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It uh, it's going to be an interesting race. This thing with the impeachment really clouds. The whole uh, presidential campaign on both sides really haven't heard too much about the candidates this last week. I mean, week before, it was Kavanaugh. Remember that? These guys don't know what they're going to do. The Democrats have completely gone off the rails, unhinged. I know I'm using a lot of terms that you've heard on the national news, but there's really no other description for it. Insanity is the uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And this time, they think by narrowing the focus, boy, we got him now. And as more and more things come out about the uh, whistleblower, boy, that term has been overused, whistleblower, whistleblower, a guy that has a grievance against the president thinks there was something done. Again, the accused is innocent until proven guilty, but uh, because it's a whistleblower, automatic credence is given. Credibility, which doesn't mean proof, just means credible, means the guy believed it, doesn't mean it's true. Or girl, whoever this turns out to be. Anyway, very, very interesting on the national scene, but really clouds the issues that are going on, some of the legislation that needs to go on. You dreamers, you folks that thought the Democrats were for you. No, they're not for you. They're for themselves. They just use you as pawns. The current administration has done more for immigration in the last two and a half years than the Democrats have done in the last 15. It's really, really sad, but people won't see that. Their eyes are clouded. Their vision is is myopic at best. Especially when viewed through the lens of the mainstream media. You really need do need to search out your own information and sift the wheat from the chaff and the gnashing of teeth and the knee-jerk reactions. But it's getting vitriolic. The comments coming out from the leaders, Schumer, Pelosi, about the president's character, fitness to lead, is insulting. And again, it's not about President Trump. It's about people that agree or that have the same views. Or that feel the country is going in the right direction finally, after many many decades of not. So, it really is uh, at a crossroads. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, and our local elections I think are going to play into that. And for Mayor Murphy to get into this, uh, going against Congressman Costa, I got to give him credit. That's a big bite. That's a big big bite. But to show you how unhinged these folks are. You know, two weeks ago it was Kavanaugh. Before that it was Russia. Before that it was Mueller. Before that it was Stormy. Blah blah blah. You know, people are renting rooms. You know, it makes uh, it makes uh, the Andes mint on the pillow seem a little a little insignificant when the nepotism that went on in the last administration, the favoritism that goes on within the Democratic Party, and not to say that it doesn't happen in the Republicans too, and it really needs to stop. And hopefully, the uh, light being shined on this will. Uh, at least make people think twice just because your last name doesn't entitle you to anything. And we see that here in the local, some of the local races that we'll be talking about later in the year, where people think they're entitled because their name starts with a certain letter, or dad served, or mom served, or had a cousin, this and that. It's, 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 that's, it's what's best for the people. It's what's best for the people. Representative form of government. I think there's a couple of uh, people in this town that get it, Unfortunately, they're the minority voices, not the majority, and they are constantly swimming against the tide and trying to get good things done. Tomorrow is Snelling's homecoming. Sunday over there at Henderson Park. Big car show, a lot of things going on. If you're so inclined, again, getting up there into the hills, beautiful weather this time of year. Uh, Next week, as I said, uh, the following weekend, the 9th, excuse me, the 6th, is the Hornito Swap Meet. Again, kind of the same road. Just keep going up Merced Falls Road, and you'll run into it. But the Snelling Homecoming, really nice time over there at Henderson Park, the river. Just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time. Let's see. What else? Uh, These are some issues that came up a while ago. Uh, City not business friendly. I was in a restaurant the other day and just overheard a conversation, pretty loud conversation, between the owner of the restaurant I was in and another business owner that's trying to open a restaurant here in town. Or a little food service thing and it's just a you know, a temporary spot where they want it open for about a year. And this was six months ago and they're still not open. And the city keeps coming to them with requirements over and over. Oh tell you, we need this, we need that. The latest thing was some sort of uh, handicap access from a city owned lot all the way to this person's new uh, business. And the person was asking the city, Well, why do I have to do this? It's your lot. Well, you know, you're you're opening the business, so you gotta go in, you have to provide it. Kind of like when uh, people rent these old buildings with no fire sprinklers, handicapped, the city's making them, bring them up to code, it makes it, uh, precludes them from renting the business because those kind of improvements are very, very expensive. So this guy was just kind of grousing uh, to uh, the owner of this particular business I was in and I overheard this and it just goes to show, and the owner agreed, now, the city's not business friendly, now, they don't tell you the whole story the first or the second meeting, they you know wait to, and maybe they don't know. And if the city doesn't know, well, that's that's shame on the city. Shame on the city because we always talk about one stop and you know uh, no stops and this is the last stop and, and, and it's anything but. And we're given all the reasons why we can't do things or why things take so long. I mean, look at the Raneros disaster down there on Main Street across from the Joy of Life, the Joy de Verre Hotel. The Joy of Life. Well, if you look across the street, that's the joy of, de, of, of, of blight, depression. It's horrible. And the city owns that, can't do anything, can't even tear down their own facilities. The transients do a better job of tearing down buildings in this town than the city. Anyway, it was just an interesting conversation. Kind of just, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to throw rocks at Frankie or the boys over there in economic development. Scott, I know you guys are trying to do good, but you've got to tell people what they need you know, the first time, a one-stop should be a one-stop. I know the county's doing that. I think the city has the same thing. Where you, I know they do because we had a, a project uh, we were pursuing with the city. Anyway, you go over there, they meet with you, and they sit down, and, and and they keep coming with these requirements that make it very, very hard for a businessman to plan. And I think there could be a little bit better job, especially when we're talking about the city on the rise, blah, blah, blah. The housing is going through the roof. No problem with approving housing permits here lately. That's uh, That's not a problem at all. What else is going on? That's about it. There was, uh, like I said, there was some city council meetings this month. I didn't get to. We'll try to cover those next week because we'll have some time before anything really happens in the first part of October. As you know, the uh, first and third uh, Mondays are the City of Merced council meeting, and the second and fourth Mondays are the Atwater City Council meetings. And of course, McCag had a meeting this week uh, last this last month rather in Gustine. I don't know how that went. Mayor Mike was going to bring up uh, changing the makeup of the governing uh, board of McCAG where the voting would be just three supervisors instead of five, giving the cities a little more leverage. I don't know how that went over. If it went over at all, I know there were some supervisors that were saying, hey, maybe we should change the uh, makeup of the cities. Instead of six cities voting, uh, just have three. I don't know. A little, uh, little turf war going on there, it sounds like, but we'll try to bring you the update on that as long as well as all the other things happening in local politics and things about town here in the city of Mercy, the county of Mercy, Merced, California, center of the state, our hometown, where we love to call home. Well, we're out of time. It's hard to believe that we've uh, rattled through two and a half hours again. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM. 1480 AM KYOS. We'll be back next week. Hope you can join us until then. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you later.